0: Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show.
1: What's up, everybody? This is the Hill Pursuit Podcast, episode 12. Um, What do we got? March 3rd, 2021. Mitch,
0: how's it going? It's going good. Again, some Zoom issues with my background. (laughs)
1: at this point honestly i wouldn't have it any other way it's perfect i would it's it's absolutely wonderful you might say but uh yeah not a big deal you guys can't see us anyway but anyways yeah this is episode 12 hill pursuit podcast thanks for joining us um i'm hayden this is mitch and we are just going to chat a little bit today about some some exercise training, um, stuff. And, uh, I guess before we dive in, really, if you, um, if you want to follow along with us, uh, just a couple different places you can do that. Of course, at hillpursuit.com, um, we have our daily blog and, um, you know, links to the podcast, the show, um, those links are on the website as well. And you can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at hillpursuit send us an email at at com. We would love to hear from you, get some conversation going. Um, But, yeah, that's us. That's where we're at. And, um, you know, we just like to sit back a little bit and and chat about things that are – things that we're going through, things that are on our mind, things that we're experiencing as, you know, athletes or coaches. And, um, you know, I think today we have a pretty good one. But uh, I guess before we really – rip into this we have to start with with the usual what did you do for training lately
0: um this past weekend I actually well I sent you a text I was out of Gettysburg which was pretty cool so I uh I broke my session up after work on well I worked Thursday into Friday night I split my last session of the week up um so I did some pressing on Friday morning and then I hit the other half, I deadlifted Sunday night, and um, it's been different, man. Like I said, the first week of the last of this four-week cycle felt great. I don't know if I tapped into that a little too much because I've been super tight. Um, Really? Yeah, so it's kind of leading into a good topic today anyway, and I uh, I was going to train Monday night, and I'm like, eh. I was super tight. I had a heavy squat day and it's like the heaviest week of the cycle. So really trying to push it. So I was like, Hey, do I, do I suck it up and train or do I give my low back a little bit of a rest to get the best session that I can? So lo and behold, I ended up taking Monday off. Um, so I'm going to squat today just cause I felt like it would have been, I don't think I would have got the best session that I could. So I actually ended up doing some, uh, trying just to uh, have like a massage gun. I think I mentioned that before. So I did a little rehab, prehab type stuff just to try to get loose uh, for today's session. So like I said, my top set Sunday at deadlift did not feel very well. And uh, But what are you going to do? Well, we're going to keep moving along. How about you?
1: I like to hear that. I like to hear that you took Monday off. I didn't even know that, you know, coming into – coming into today and the topic that, that we have. So if you're listening and we, and following along throughout the week, Mitch and I will just like text back and forth, you know, what should we talk about next time? What's going on? How's your workouts, all this stuff. And this one came to mind for me. Um, This topic came to mind for me and um, it's just, it just seems like everything is in line to make this a really relevant conversation for us today. So, um, that's pretty cool. So we'll, we'll definitely dive into that. Um, ironically, those are my last two lifts also a deadlift and a press. So that's kind of funny that those were for your last two sessions too, but yeah. Anyways, um, for me, yeah, today I had an awesome, um, had an awesome swim session in the morning, um, about probably my longest up to this point, this, this cycle, um, it was about 2,400 yards. So, um, intervals, you know, not, not consistent. And I was doing some, um, some paddle work. I did, I did some Tarzan drills again. If you, um, if you remember me telling you about those and essentially just chugging pool water for 25 meters, but (laughs) that's what it felt like, but no, I was a little bit more efficient today, which was cool. But, um, yeah, it was a good session. Um, you, you know, using the paddles, I tell my coach sometimes get out, get out of the water and you almost feel like you you just did a million pull-ups. Like you have, you have like this awesome, like you almost have this pump from, from using these paddles because it's there's so much resistance with every stroke, mm-hmm. um, which is, is pretty intense. So it's pretty exhausting, but um, yeah, it was a good session. And then I took it upstairs for about 40 minutes. Um, I lifted a little bit um, bench press as the, the, the core movement for today and then a bunch of accessory stuff and some um yeah, just some smaller accessory movement and kept going with the pulling for a little bit. So might be feeling that tomorrow, but, um, yeah, you know, a little bit of everything today, but I'm done, but yeah, so I'm not running. It's kind of, kind of nice little segue into the, the topic today. I'm not running right now because I, my ankle is really sore and my foot's really sore and it just like occurred to me. So you know why don't, why don't we have a topic to talk about you know training through training through injury or aches and pains or when you're sick or you know overtraining all these different things related to too much whatever too much is or excess because for me and I'm interested to hear about your you know your reasoning for taking monday off and kind of what's going on with you but for me like not even two weeks ago at this point. So almost two weeks ago, I slipped on ice in my driveway. And I'm pretty sure I told you that. And, you know, right when it happened, I landed on my hip. So I was more worried about my hip than anything, but I rolled my ankle a little bit too, but my hip hurt enough that it that my ankle wasn't really bothering me. My, the hip went away almost immediately. The hip mm-hmm. pain. So, I'm just thinking, oh, you know, I probably just bruise something and I'll run through it. I'll work through it. I'll be fine in a couple of days. You know, it's just it's something small enough that I didn't wanna I didn't wanna waste I didn't wanna, you know, take time off if it was literally just like a tiny little bruise or something. So, you know, I took a couple of days, I kept my intensity low and I kept working out the way, you know, with the volume and the intensity that or the volume and the, you know, frequency, I guess, that I had planned. Um and after about a week, it, the the pain didn't really go away. Mm-hmm. So it's still there. I told my coach about it. He knew about it for a while. And, um, you know, like I said, I kept everything nice and low and easy. And um, this Sunday, it felt fine. And I had like an eight mile run. And after the eight mile run, it also felt fine. But then I'm looking at my ankles side by side just kind of chilling at the end of the night and my left one's like super swollen and inflamed and you know I'm starting to I feel it you know because I've been favoring it a little bit but okay not during exercise I don't favor it I just like kind of push through and hope that it goes away. It's not going away. So I have decided not to run for at least a few days. So I skipped uh, today's Wednesday so I had a run planned for yesterday and today that I missed essentially missed. Um, I wouldn't say missed even, I would say almost restructured my, my plan, you know, which, which is, which is beautiful because that's how I would look at it. And that's how my coach looks at it too. So we like, we are on the same page, me and him, and it's perfect. Like he, he already moved some things around for me and it falls right in line with what I think is relevant. So Um, anyway, I'm really pleased with, with that and how that's going, but yeah. So I tried working through this little ache and I just could not get through it. And now it's to the point where I really just want to be careful because my volume is starting to bump up a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. not a whole lot, but this Sunday, I think I had planned like a 10 mile run, something like that, or close to it. Um, and I can't, I, you know, I, I'm not going to do that now. Um, but I'll probably run a, a couple miles the next couple days, maybe take tomorrow off from running again, but maybe a couple miles. What would that be? Friday, Saturday, maybe something a little longer for uh, Sunday, but, um, I'm not pushing it at all. Um, and I, you know, I think that's important. Like, I also think it's important to not be like overdramatic about something small, you know, but, um, you know, give it, give it its, its time. And if it doesn't heal or go away, then you have to make a, you know, you have to make a decision.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, that's what I, that's the decision I made. That's where I'm at. What about you? What's going on with you? You took Monday off.
0: Yeah. I think you made a, a pretty cool point. You don't, it's not essentially that you missed the workout, you restructured your program. I'm not going to miss my squat session that I was supposed to do Monday. It just got delayed a little bit. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to do it today. I, so essentially the program that I have now for this four weeks is um, pushing my last set for like a PR set for a certain rep range. So I'm, I'm just pretty much wrapping it out as many as I can. And I like to leave two in the tank, as I said, and then I hit my training max just for a single, I think I, you know, we talk about discipline and training. I think I skewed from that leaving two in the tank that first week. And I think it caught up to me a little bit. And, um, so I was at, so it's like, a, it's a wave. So every, the way it's set up is you can increase your intensity week one, two, and three and your deload your fourth week. So what I did was I did the modern intensity week, the first week, then I put the low intensity week in the middle and then I put the highest in the last. So I just swapped those first two, two around. And that's not something I came up with. It's he Wendler does that in his program commonly. So it works for me. So last week was my light week and this, my squat day was light and I could just not get in the groove for the squat. Like it felt tight. My low back was super tight. I kept coming forward. My hips wanted to shoot up coming out of the hole. So I'm like, man, so push back to during the week was and granted the first week i felt great like i recovered fully that first week it wasn't until that second week where things tightened up and then like i said late in the week last week i went to deadlift my training max which i hit the week before i probably could have i probably could have hit five plus the week before i felt like and uh sunday night one rep just felt it felt awful really? uh, yeah like when i went down when i when I grabbed the bar and I went to uh, pull it off the floor to take the slack out and my whole like thoracic part of my back just felt like it locked up. So Monday came around. I had, I worked, it was like a long day at work Monday. So I came home and like was toying around with the idea am I going to go out and push it? And my, I, I was still pretty tight. It's like, this week is like, it's kind of like the, the competition week. You know, you're, you're, this is, this is the fun week where you get to jack the intensity up and see. So I wanted to get the most out of it, and so I was like, you know, I could train today and just say I pushed through it, just to say that I pushed through it. But at the end of the day, what would I really, what would I really be getting out of it at the end of the day? So, like you said, I restructured. I took some, I did some mobility work and uh, tried to loosen my low back last night. I didn't do anything last night. I got, I didn't get home from work till super late. So it was just trying to get ready for, um, some stuff. And then today I'm planning on, uh, plan on getting after it today and see if it paid off to take Monday and kind of revamp things. Um,
1: yeah. So, so why, why do you think you're tight? Is there, is there something like, is it something like, Oh, I'm sitting too much or I'm not doing enough mobility or, you know, maybe I have a muscle imbalance. Like, why do you think you're so tight?
0: I think I just, like I said, I think I did not adhere to my, uh, leave two in the tank that first week, like yeah. the, like the squat day I hit like, what, well, how many reps? I hit like eight reps at like my 90%. And then my 90% for my deadlift, I ended up repping for like 18. So, <laughs> um, I was, I was feeling awesome. And I think, and I honestly, I, I cut the deadlift off. I think I could have, I could have pulled it two more times, but I think what really caught me was the squat. And, um, I don't know if I just didn't, I don't know if I wasn't sleeping enough. I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out cause I didn't really deviate from my normal schedule. So I don't really know. I haven't figured that part out yet, but I, uh, I want to see how it feels today. And I wanna no matter what today i want to I'm to let it go. And that's one other thing I did. Um for my squat day or what was it? My deadlift day, I uh I did not rep out my last set like I normally do. I hit the numbers that were required. So it was all it was all three. It was three sets of three and I just I cut it down at three for that top set and then just hit my training max. So it's trying to adhere to something. So we'll see. I don't know, like I, I wish I knew, but I have not figured that part out yet. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe slacked on the mobility a little. That's kind of what I'm leaning on. You think? I do. Yeah, I do. I usually try to hit a decent mobility after my session, and I uh, think I might have skewed from that a little bit last week. So. I mean, well, what I'm. So. What'd you say? I was traveling a lot last yeah. weekend, so I, uh, like I said, I I lifted Friday after work. And um, it was just, I was, I just kind of got in. I did a decent warm up, but I, I didn't do any mobility afterward. So I think that probably caught up to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it sometimes feels like just such a mystery because yeah, that's what it
0: feels like right now.
1: Yeah. Because some days, you know, it, for me, some days I'll get out of bed with four hours of horrible sleep because i was up late with family or the girls were didn't sleep well or you know mm-hmm. something and my only time to train is super early so some days i'll wake up on four hours of crap sleep and i'll just rip a workout and feel yeah. incredible
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: and other days i'll get eight nine hours sleep in a little bit eat a nice breakfast and i just don't have it you know it's it's such a mystery and. Um, that that actually happened with me this past weekend, girls weren't sleeping too great. And we were out late anyways. Um, yeah, believe it or not, my wife and I had like our first date night in. I don't even even know how long just because, because of the girls and because of COVID and all this stuff. But anyway, we got out and, you know, we, we ended up staying out past their bedtime. So we were definitely past our normal bedtime. So, um, Yeah. So, you know, we were exhausted um, and I only had like a small window of time to get in a workout and I just like crushed it. And I felt super, super good. And it was it was just so strange because I was way out of my routine and didn't have great sleep, didn't have super good food, all this stuff. And it, it was a great workout. And then, like you said, you know, sometimes everything is perfect and you are maintain your schedule and some days you just don't have it. Um, it's hard to really put a finger on that too, because you just alluded to it. You know, it could be one of a hundred different things could have been your sleep, maybe your food, maybe your lack of mobility that one day, you know, it could have, it could be everything sitting too much at work. What, you know, whatever, so, or moving too much at work, or, you know, whatever it is, it is. Um, yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to tell. And like, I think you, I want to go back to what you said. You, one time you, um, you finished out repping your deadlift recently and got 18, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you, you know, now looking back at that, after you do that, would you then intentionally like take a couple days down in intensity? Like, do you think that maintaining your normal schedule after exceeding such a you know because your percentage was what 90 and you should really only be getting what three to four repetitions yeah but
0: then again I train my training max is like 85 percent
1: okay I got my actual
0: my actual one rep max so I give give myself a little leeway okay I got you I got you Mm
1: -hmm. anyway I was just gonna ask like it seeing that big of a repetition number on that percentage and now yeah now that you say that yeah it's not your one RM it's it's a training max but um would you intentionally like take a couple days down a little bit to recover and hope to avoid whatever just happened with your back squat or whatever?
0: Uh I don't know, I don't know. maybe maybe yeah. maybe not jack the intensity down. Maybe just incorporate a little bit more uh recovery work maybe like an, an extra like foam roll session or um, some extra mobility work um, yeah yeah I mean just because I mean if it was like in an athlete setting I think where I had a competition well absolutely like yeah, next, yeah, yeah 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 but for for my life right now I didn't really have a reason to um, just totally back off I wasn't like peaking for anything you know what I'm saying for like yeah. the next week so I kind of let it roll um, if I like say say today say today's squat session goes well and I I supersede what I thought I'd do maybe I will incorporate an additional like mobility session like tonight before I go to bed or something or um, tomorrow before maybe maybe do a two st- mobility sessions in a day you know outside of my normal normal session so
1: yeah I think sometimes it's um it's like super tempting when you're when you're like on a hot streak and your, your fitness is feeling great, it's super tempting to just keep pushing the envelope, keep pushing, yeah. the envelope, you know, and like you said, and I think you, I think you're right. You know, if you're, you're not competing in anything right this second, it's not like you're, you know, you need to, you need to taper into the weekend or anything, you know? Yeah, exactly. So why not just maintain what you're doing? I think sometimes it's, it, it can get away from us. And of course, if you're, feeling great for a week straight and you try to increase the intensity in the first three days of the next week, you just don't have it, but you're forcing yourself to kind of be there. That's where you get something like, you know, overtraining or you could get um, sick even. Right. So, you know, if you're starting to feel groggy and, you know, getting the chills or whatever, you know, I've had that happen before. It's a small little, a small dose of overtraining. Um, can take a lot out of you have you ever you know felt sick and just kind of pushed through it or what
0: yeah yeah and like just to i'll quick say like that's one thing i did kind of monitor was i only hit my three reps like you asked that i back off a little bit on the intensity so essentially, right, yeah essentially i kind of guess i did do that i'm like okay. I'm, i didn't I, w- I didn't take it off i just hey i want to hit my required reps and that's it so there yeah. but in terms of the sickness um yeah i think so and i i don't know uh, i don't know what you think about overtraining i think it, it takes a lot to overtrain i think um but i think it's it's definitely real um like i said i think it takes a lot to do i think it has to kind of meet the kind of like the holy grail a lot of things have to happen and um but in terms of sickness with training too i think you and like being sore as well i think you're you're i don't know about you but there's not a day that i don't walk around with something sore like yeah. you know and um And that's, that's just part of being, being in the fitness world, like whether you, or being active, I don't care if you do like a manual labor job or what have you, most days you're going to feel something and some things you can work through some sicknesses you can work through. It's just, you got to be smart with it. You know, like the day that I felt tight in my squat, I obviously wasn't going to go for a rep pr that's just gonna ask for an injury i think yeah yeah i think the same thing with sickness too like if if you're just if you're like throwing up like every hour like why even try to sneak something yeah just recover recoup get some fluids and food in you if you can and and try to get better as fast as you can. How about what how about you? Like you experienced have you experienced like legit overtraining? I don't know if I ever have. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to realize it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so I feel like I feel like it takes a lot of self-awareness to kind of recognize if you're if you're overtrained. Mm-hmm. Um I think sometimes it could be like blatantly obvious where like you said, um, you know, you're vom, you know, you're vomiting, you're literally physically sick, yeah. um, which can happen. Um, that hasn't necessarily happened for me, but I have trained sometimes under like, not just some soreness, but like excessive soreness. And I feel like I've overtrained sometimes, um, honestly maybe just a handful that i that i could remember and i can't remember even specific times but i, I do think mm-hmm. that you're probably right that it takes a heck of a lot to get to the point of a a state of physiological overtraining um it's probably really tough to do i think you're going to see it and you know, let's let's talk about this kind of example. If if someone were to do a, a one RM squat bench deadlift every single day, you can't you can't, you physically can't do it. You will you will destroy your muscles. Yes. You know, you will destroy your muscles regardless of how what your brain is telling you, oh I want to do this and it feels good. You can't do it. It's you just can't. I agree um, with you, yeah. You you know, um, it's funny because anecdotally, there was someone who did a study. It wasn't even a real study. Like I said, it was anecdotal. Um, but <laughs> they had people who actually volunteered a small group of people who were who won RM back squatted 30 days in a row. And, you know, they improved the first literally couple days they improved. And then there was a massive drop off for like the next 20 days. But ultimately, yeah. by the end of the 30 days, their 1RM squats were higher. Now, whether or not through, like, a statistical analysis, it would have been, like, a significant improvement, I don't know. But I do remember hearing about someone doing that at um, at Kent when I was out there, but uh, just kind of for fun. But, um, yeah, I don't think that would be very fun anyways. But, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you can... You can absolutely overtrain. I think in the times that I've done it, it was um, it was too much running on um, like sore and achy joints.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you know, I think that too much running can be coupled with um, you know, because if you're going on a long run, you're by yourself. <laughs> so there's a lot of there is, there's a huge mental game in just like running hundreds of miles, you know, oh, yeah, sure. over time, over time, not in a day. Obviously, these crazy people can run hundreds of miles in a day or two days or three days. But I just mean, you know, for us normal people who just run a lot, if you, um, you know, you, you put yourself out on the road for hours a day and you're by yourself, you're sore, you're tired you're not sleeping, you know, or you're not sleeping great, it's kind of the perfect storm. And if that gets paired with even like a moment of, you know, a moment of, I don't want to say weakness mentally, but maybe just a lack of mental acuity or focus, Mm -hmm. then I think that can definitely set something off where you know if if you're checked out mentally in your body physically it will just check itself out
0: also yeah, for sure yeah so
1: i i know that that's happened for me in big yeah. run blocks and quite honestly it was when i wasn't it's, it was when i wasn't running um intelligently so <laughs> i would just go run just to get miles and I didn't know how to run appropriate, like intensities. And if I'm running six times a week, what should my longest run be versus my shortest? I had no, I didn't know, you know, and I've kind of, I've fallen into a a nice groove with, if I am in a massive run block, I know what my long run should be. I know what my short run should be. And it's, it's a lot more like mentally, it puts me more mentally at ease now than it did then. But, you know, I know that if you do too much without a real direction, it's really easy to just overdo it. And I, I definitely have done that before.
0: Yeah. I definitely agree. Like overtraining is absolutely real. And that's why smart programming goes a long way. Like where intensity and volume has to get shifted and give and take and some things. And then it's like, but and I think a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'm tired today. Like I'm I'm overtrained." It's like, I, like for me, like if I'm if I'm beat up for a week, am I overtrained or is it just acute? Like is this just like one thing within the week? I can I, like a true state of overtraining me is like you jacked yourself up, like you need to like you have went way too far. Like Rando. You know, yeah, yeah, and it's gonna take. It's not gonna. It's gonna take longer than just a week of recovery to get back on the bandwagon. You know I mean? To me, that's when I think of overtraining, I think of like you, you have done yourself in pretty good. You have, not, and um, or is it just like, Hey, is this an acute thing that, okay, I may have been pushing it hard, but if I take like a week and kind of dial it back a little bit, I'll be back on track. You know, I don't, it, that's how I kind of think of it. And to me, to me, for me, that, that doesn't make me consider like I'm overtrained. That's just, Hey, maybe things, maybe I, my priority has shifted a little bit. I just have to dial back a little bit. So um, I guess it's what's your what's the definition that you keep of overtraining? Right, and that's
1: that's a good point because the other thing is, you know, you can't ex, you can't expect to improve every single day.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. So
1: it's not like oh, you have one day that's not as good as it should have been. Boom, I'm overtrained. Like that's yeah. not the conclusion you should jump to. I agree. Yeah. But um, yeah, you that that's that's a really good point. You actually can't. You can't assume you're in a state of being overtrained just because you don't hit your numbers on one or two or even three days. You know, a
0: week, a week, right? You know, you know, Years, week,
1: yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're if you have enough to get in the room and give it a go, you're probably not overtrained. Now, if you're doing that under excessive stress and under weak or frail structures, you know then yeah you're probably making a bad decision and you're putting yourself in the position to potentially become overtrained
0: exactly yeah it's like when when that when that week starts where you're feeling not good there's where i think you start flirting with the line of i'm going down a bad path here yeah, like yeah. what do i have to do to stay on track like do i have to do i have to add a little bit more mobility in do i need to take a day off add some recovery sessions in if you just keep pushing forward, say I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's where I think you start going down the path yeah, that can yeah. lead to the actual overtrained state. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, it's tough because you know you want to stay active, you want to hit your numbers, you want to improve every day. You know, it just doesn't happen. And I think I think a lot of people set themselves up for failure long term. Maybe not short term, but long term. If you know, if they have the mindset of every day I'm going to go in the gym and crush it.
0: Yeah, you know, exactly. You,
1: you just can't, you don't have a hundred percent every day. Like you said, you walk around with some level of soreness every day, mm-hmm. you know, here we're not saying that as, we're not saying that as a badge of honor, we're saying that as like just being realistic
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not a badge of honor.
1: No, no, not at all. I just wanted to clarify that for people listening. Like, yeah, it's definitely not something like, oh, I can, I can make myself puke. I know how to go hard. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the reality of a smart program. Is you need to tear your muscles down so you can rebuild them stronger. And yeah, Yeah. you're gonna be sore when you tear your muscles down and you break Mm -hmm. break them down. You know, so um, yeah, there's gonna be lots of days, probably more than, more than there are, um, there it's counterpart that you're going to be sore. Yeah. In some capacity. You're not going to go into the gym and lift at hundred percent every day. It's not possible. You're mm-hmm. not going to have a run and be able to hit your eight minute, nine minute mile split for every mile, every single day. It's just not, that's not how it works. It's just absolutely not how it works. So I think there, I, I think the whole point of today was just c- to kind of talk about the line, you know, flirt with the line of when is it too much to, you know, when am I feeling too much that I need to pull back? When am I, when am I at the point where, okay, if I keep going, I might hurt myself or I might overtrain, yeah. you know? And I think, I think we, we both have some cool examples of how we, like we said earlier, we didn't. Skip anything, but how we modified our programs to to accommodate um, a, a certain level of either dropped performance or fatigue to the point that we didn't want to injure ourselves or go down, like you said, go down the wrong path. Yeah. Oh, so you had that experience with a you know a tight um, thoracic spine. You said. And I had that experience and I'm going through it for a couple days here with my ankle and my ankle is recovering. I have a run scheduled for tomorrow. I'm probably going to skip it just to take another day and make sure I'm good. Um, or sorry, not skip, but modify my <laughs> programming, right? But yeah. I'm probably going to um, bypass and, and adjust my programming accordingly so I don't have to run tomorrow just to make, just to give myself the time I need to, to, to not continue down the wrong path. Yeah. So, um, what about, um, I have a couple, I can think of times where I was probably sick and exercised through it to try to just to try to get some endorphins flowing and see if it helped at all. You ever do that?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. My brother, had a, my, <laughs> yeah. my brother, my brother had a good quote. He's always like, if he's not feeling good, he's like, I'm going to sweat the demons out. Yeah. Like that, that was always like his, his punchline. And yeah, um, yeah for sure. I definitely have done it. And um, absolutely. But like I said, there's different sicknesses, just like there's different sorenesses. And you nailed that. Like with the soreness thing, no, it's not a badge of honor. I'm not walking around like every day. Like I can't get out of bed. It's like, Oh, my hamstrings are a little sore. I deadlifted it yesterday, obviously. Yeah. You know what I anything mean? um, yeah. Yeah. with being sick there's different levels of sickness if i like if i have a cold you know gonna try to push through and maybe do some stuff but like if my stomach's just churning and like maybe then I'm, I'll, I'll probably just usually stomach stuff which luckily knock on wood i don't get too much of um i'll then i'll probably dial back because last you don't want to yeah yeah i don't know i just the stomach stuff you're going to start throwing up what's what are you really doing
1: yeah yeah you
0: know?
1: so yeah, just a funny little, a funny story. Um, I actually thought I had COVID earlier this year. Yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, so, um, and this, it, it was like in the thick of when COVID was the devil, you know, like it yeah. was, everybody and their brother was terrified of COVID, you know, for the most part.
0: <laughs> but anyway,
1: so it was, of course, at this really high stress time in society, and I thought I had it. I was sick for maybe like 12 hours. I had already worked out that day and I got, I ended up scheduling a time to like get tested. So you guys listening can't see, but I'm literally in my basement right now. That's where I have my little home office. I stayed in this room for like five days straight away from, (laughs) away from um, my daughters and um, actually it was just my daughter, but it was while my wife was pregnant. It wasn't, we didn't even have our, our three month old at the time. It was m- months ago, but, um, I stayed away from my family for like five days and I have my bike. I have my trainer in the background. If you're, if you're listening and I still rode my bike every single day, yeah. you know, and I was like, maybe this will help, you know, let's do something healthy, get the endorphins flowing. Let's see if I can just kick kick whatever this is and um i ended up not having covid but it was probably just like a really short duration flu or mm-hmm. something like that but um i don't know i think sometimes pushing through but not overdoing it but pushing through can be a good thing um yeah. i don't i don't think it's smart to just see something come up as a potential issue and just be like oh i have to stop I'll have to stop you know, but, um, I also have another example where I had a bulging disc in my, um, lumbar and I was like in, in pain, like couldn't tie my shoe. And it like, it was bad. And it was like an injury. It wasn't, it wasn't like I was overtrained or anything. I literally just injured myself. And I was at a gym where the main coach was just eventually was just like, he told me that, I'm going to have to just suck it up and deadlift heavy again, eventually.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I am not saying I'm not going to deadlift ever again. Obviously I'm going to, because I, I like to deadlift and I know it's important, but I'm injured right now. Mm -hmm. So you telling me to suck it up is doing literally zero for me, because even if I wanted to suck it up, I couldn't, I'm literally physically unable of, of unable to, to move a barbell off the floor. I can't even tie my shoe, you know? (laughs) So it was just, it was, you know, there's, there's extremes, you know, there's extremes and there's coaches that'll tell you don't be a baby push through it. And then there's, then there's coaches that might tell you, Oh, let's pull back. If you're feeling anything, take it, take it easy. And I think we're the opposite here. You know, you don't, you don't need to push through like a crazy person and you don't need to be completely scared of any type of tiny little ache or pain, yeah. right. Or soreness, right. Because we're going to have it every day.
0: So, yeah. and I think you hit, yeah. And two, it's like, go in and see how you feel. Like if you're not feeling good, start your session. See what's going on, you yeah. know. Um, and if it's like, ah, oh, this is not going to go well, and uh and, and if uh, injury wise, train around something. Like if you're beat up for a week, they yeah. don't take, say say your knees jacked. You know, maybe you don't focus on that knee. You can train around stuff too. Yeah. You don't have to take completely off. I mean, you hear, I can't stand. He would say, oh, like I have a bad knee. Like I don't, I don't work out. You know, um, like there's there's no need for that. You can train around a bad knee. Um like here's my example of being sick and also training around an injury. So back in the day, tore my ACL, right. Um, tore, uh, late fall, uh, early fall was trying to get back for wrestling. So I had surgery like pretty much ASAP, like a week and a half after I tore it, um, had surgery, was trying to rehab to get back to wrestle for, I I was going to miss the regular season. Right. So I was going to try to get back in districts and make another run in my senior year. So I, uh, you know the best way to get in shape is to do your sport so i wasn't wrestling at all and i was working with a strength conditioning coach and a pt at the same time they were in the same place it was like a, a gym they were opening up it was awesome it was like underground they just opened it it was like no no ac or no heat and it was the cold so it was pretty cool so um one day i'm like vomiting profusely at school and i'm like man like this is like i could not keep anything down and i had Um, I was going there pretty much every day after school to rehab and do some strength stuff. So I'm like, I go into, into the gym that afternoon and they can tell like, man, he does not look good. So I started my session and I don't even know if I was through the warm up yet. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom quick, threw up again. And like, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then they, I mean, these are two professionals, you know, they said, Mitch, go home. Like, so they, uh, they ended up sending me home, got better. And then I came back, you know, and it's all part of a bigger picture. You know, when I was younger, I think I was like, Oh, you would get so fixated on the training day. And it's like, if you now, as I'm I'm not old but I have a little bit more training age and probably like we talked before, I'm definitely more mature in training and learning. If you can look at it, like you said, modification of the overall plan, like it's a long haul. Like I want to be training forever you know, if, if once you can realize it's all part of a bigger picture, I think everything kind of falls into place, you know, and I mean, again, like I was, I had, a, I had a bad knee, and I came back, I ended up not actually going back into uh, wrestling districts, but I did wrestle a little bit in the room with the guys after this, and it was like the first day back in the room, like I felt fantastic, so um I, that's kudos to, to those guys, so I cannot thank them ever enough, but yeah, it was cool, so that
1: Yeah. I mean, that is a really good, that's a a really good perspective and a good story. Um, You know, it's, it's important to, it's important to train. It's important to think about the long haul. It's important to, um, you know, value your, your body, value your mind and, and, you know, be, be smart about the way that, um, the way that we take time off, the way that we, push hard, the way that we pull back intensity and stuff like that. So I think today was a really cool conversation. Um, it was fun. It was fun to chat about, um, you know, working through some aches and pains. And and hopefully, you know, if you're following along, hopefully you learned a little bit about maybe how you can work through some of your own issues, whether they're small or um, if you're having some some more you know, some more serious physiological issues related that might be related to overtraining, you know, um, you know, it's, it's our, it's our goal that from our conversations and, you know, this podcast, you can, you can take something, something away with you. So hopefully you got something, um, and, you know, apply it to your training, apply it to your programming. And, and just, of course, never forget that we're you know, we are, we're all in this for, for the long haul so don't get too overwhelmed with um don't get too overwhelmed with the short term you know don't don't get fixated on you know the right here right now the super high intensity stuff all the time um it is important to train at high intensities but you know um pulling it back and not overdoing it again for the long haul is is super important so what else you got mitch anything
0: no, I think we, we taught some good points there. I, uh, yeah. I like that one. I think it's relevant to everyone too, no matter like what your stage of fitness is, or if you're a competitive athlete or just do it recreationally. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening guys. Um, real quick. Don't forget you can, you can find our, our stuff, our daily blog, our podcast links on the website, hillpursuit.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram at Hill Pursuit. And of course you can, send us an email at hillpursuit@gmail.com. At We'd love to hear from you. So like, subscribe, share, do all the things with the podcast and the blog. And until next time, we will see you later.